right, we are back. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. And standing by to join us is Jill Paletich Reagan. She's a talented writer and director of the short The Window and writer of the new pilot, The Venue. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. Certainly. I love what you're doing. And could you talk a little bit about the short, The Window? Yeah, The Window uh, is about this old lady, Edith, who sits in front of her picture window alone watching the world go by until Emilio comes along and decides to woo her from the sidewalk. Um, And it's his courting skills that kind of defy his age and uh, (laughs) eventually ends up winning the girl. What inspired you to make this film? You know, I... uh, I've been writing for for quite some time, and um, I've always wanted to shoot and direct something of my own. I I lived and worked in Los Angeles on set for a number of years, and uh, so I just finally, you know, I wrote a couple shorts, and uh, this particular one was pretty easy to shoot uh, because it was really only set in one location, and um, so... Uh, I just, I, I went for it, and um, I wrote, produced, and directed it, and um, it was a great, busy, fun, uh, hectic experience. But so exhilarating, I can imagine. Yeah, definitely. You know, I love working on set, and uh, I, I no longer live in Los Angeles, and I live in Northern California, mm-hmm. and um, and I shot it actually in Oakland, that's where I'm originally from, and it just felt so good to kind of be back on set and like I said I mean when you're producing and directing your own thing I mean when you write you you envision these scenes in your head so to actually be able to (laughs) play it out sure uh it's just yeah it's it's fantastic now could you tell me a little bit about your husband my husband Chuck Reagan is a musician Mm -hmm. uh he's been a musician good majority of his life touring traveling musician since about 19, and um, he is in a band called Hot Water Music, and that's kind of like the rock and roll aggressive band, and then about 10 years ago, he started doing his singer-songwriter acoustic stuff, Uh, and I started tour managing him, so I was touring and, you know, going around the world, being in and out of venues, and um, managing him. And then we actually founded a tour called the Revival Tour, mm-hmm. which is, it's it started in 2008, and um, it's an, an acoustic collaborative event. We were basically getting uh, lead singers out of bands that we knew who also did acoustic singer-songwriter stuff on the side, and... Um, we would get everybody up on stage together, and it was just this big, huge, it. kind of three-hour, nonstop, collaborative event of all these musicians, you know, doing backups on each other's songs, and it just, there was no oh. breaks, and um, people loved it. And we took it, you know, around to Australia and mm-hmm. Europe and UK and the U.S., and um, it's been on the back burner for a little bit, but, you know, we've been talking about... Um, wanting to continue it, possibly even turn it into, like, a weekend festival. I love it. I love it. I think we need more music than ever before right now. You also uh, wrote a pilot, The Venue, dealing with your own experiences. Yeah, you know, in The Venue, that is, um, it's 
you know, your backstage pass into the provocative world of rock and roll as experienced by a first-time club owner and single mom, Emma Romano. Mm-hmm. And it's really, you know, truth is stranger than fiction, right? And it's, <laughs> so it's really based yeah. on my own experience. Like I said, when I was tour managing and, and touring around the world and being in and out of these venues, um, and it takes place in Oakland, which, like I said, is my hometown. Right. So... You know, did you have kind of had? Excuse me, did you have a child with you, like you did in this pilot? No, okay, not. Uh, We do have a child now. Okay, (laughs) one year old. Um, But no, we. You know, I was planning on introducing a kid later on in the series, Mm -hmm. and then it just really kind of went along with the theme to bring the the kid in like earlier on, and uh, because it's really about the balancing of being in between these two different worlds, like kind of the rock and roll misfit side of things while trying to fit into conventional society, you know, and and really being a parent in conventional society um, while having this other life and balancing those two separate worlds. Well, it's great because most people don't know what it's like to tour around in a band around the world. You know, it's a glimpse. Yeah, and a lot of people think it's a lot more glamorous than Mm -hmm. it is. Uh, It's a lot of work. It's exhausting. It's... You know, you don't know what day it is half the time, sure. or you know, it's just, it's it's, it's not crazy. pretty. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not very pretty. Some days, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you always wanted to to work in film and do these things? Yeah, you know, like I said, I actually I lived in Los Angeles for a number of years, and um, I originally wanted to act, mm-hmm. and I did some acting down there, but um, it was it's really writing that I think it is more of what I want to do. That's and, great. And I kind of view it as the same thing. It's just, it's creating characters, right? you know, which is what I really, really, really like to do, creating characters and, you know, and scenes. And um, so I've just, uh, but once I actually was, living in Los Angeles, I was working on set. I made director's reels for a number of years for a production company down there. That's and cool. then I went freelance production and was on an offset. And then I actually did some acting down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved, though, back to Northern California just because I kind of wanted to focus more on my right. writing. And, sure. you know, we didn't really want to settle in L.A. We kind of wanted to, you know, like we have a house and a yard with dogs. Exactly. And so, yes, you don't yeah. really get that in L.A. <laughs> no, it's hard. No. Um, what's really interesting is I love how you just followed your passion. I went to this wonderful event last night in L.A. called Create uh, by folks from the Actors Green Room out of New York. And it talks about what is it you want to do. Forget about all the acting and you're trying to make great impressions with cast and directors and get in that film and audition. What, do you, what drives you? What, what is your creative energy? You know, and you know, it's great to listen to you talk about your passion was writing and creating things. Yeah, exactly. And it took me a little bit. I mean, that's that's a really good point because uh, it did take me a little bit to to figure that out because I wasn't, you know, I, I really enjoy acting, but the whole side of it of like kind of networking and, and doing all that, I really did not do well <laughs> with, with any of that. And, um, realized sitting in a room by myself and creating these characters was kind of more of who I am. And it it took me a while to kind of figure that out. And then once I really started realizing that it was the writing that I was always going back to, because, you know, I I have veered off for 
quite like I, you know, I tour managed and yeah. I I started working in the whole music scene. And so, right. but it was writing that I was always going back to and always wanting to get back to. And then that's when I kind of really figured out like that, that is more of my creative release. Well, it's so uh, interesting how we dabble in things. We put it on the desk it gets buried and you do something else, but you always come back to what your true passion is. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And yeah. it's hard to, like, kind of, I guess, figure that out with all the noise, you know, around and, like, real yeah. life and everything. But, like, once you start realizing what's that one thing that you are always coming back to, then, right. you know, you got to listen to it. Well, and the other thing, uh, a theme for me, as well as what I heard last night at this event, was we think we're not good enough. It's not very, it's not so exciting. I'm not the greatest writer. No one's going to like this. And mm-hmm. there's this critic that, you know, I don't know for you, but uh, the idea of my show, Get the Funk Out, is sometimes we find ourselves in a tough place, but through that toughness, we find a side of ourselves we didn't know. You know, and that's so true. And I, you know, it took me a while to actually find my voice in writing. You know, mm-hmm. I've written a couple other screenplays before the venue, and, um, It wasn't until, again, you know, write what you know and truth is stranger than fiction when all of a sudden I I came up with the idea for the venue. And even though it's a very personal side and it's based a lot on my, you know, my own personal experiences, I had to, like, allow myself to let go and just and and write that. Um, Yes. And it really wasn't James White, who was my mentor in the beginning, on this project, he was the screenwriter of the movie Ray about oh, Ray yeah. Charles. He, he got on board early and was mentoring me, and he told me, he said, you have the talent to do it. And that changed everything for me because I, I, I had so much respect for him as a writer and a human being, and for him to say that to me really, for whatever reason... I mean, I heard it before from, like, friends and, you know, my husband. And, right. But to hear it from him, oh, it's a lot that of really opened oh, yeah. up the door for me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So. That's great. Yeah, that, That's great. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody needs a mentor, you know. You need somebody besides your close-knit family, your husband, um, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. You need somebody to say, you know what, I believe in you. This is great. Do it. I know you can do it. It, it like I said, it, it just it, it just changed everything for me. Mm-hmm. Just like a, a you know, flip the switch. Yeah. And I really found my voice in writing the venue, and and I I do have confidence now actually in what I've written, and so yeah, that's awesome. Where can people find out more about you? That's a good question. You know, <laughs> I'm not the biggest social media person right. yet. I guess I have to be. Um, but you know, I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram. Okay. Um, there is also a website for The Window. Uh, it's uh, thewindowfilm.net, and uh, people can always get in contact with me through there, and it talks about uh, The Window and the, um, the festivals that it's played at, and uh, there's a trailer, so oh, that's good. a good way. Good. And congrats. I know it was shown at the La Femme Film Festival recently, right? Yeah. I was so honored to be a part of that. I love them. Incredible. I love those ladies. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. Great festival. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing your film. Great. Thanks, right. Janine. Have a great nice day. talking with you. You too. Bye bye.
That was Jill Reagan calling in, a Paletic Reagan, excuse me, the talented writer and director of the short The Window and a pilot called The Venue. If you missed any part of it, it will be up on my blog. We'll take a quick break, and then I have a few more guests. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.